Hello and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be giving our opinions on episode four of Tortured Miracle Day, uh, Escape to L.A. Um, so it's obviously been yeah, a, a quite a long time since the last show, Paul, hasn't it? Yes. Yes. We've had rather, uh, well, the pair of us had a rather sort of busy time at the weekend, so we just couldn't get round to uh, sort of getting a show together. Or, or just getting together really to do anything, really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was just sort of one of those uh, one of those weekends. But uh, oh, this is the lie we keep spinning. <laughs> well, I say the unfortunate thing over the next few weeks is it's, that's it's, it's until around about sort of mid September, our, our uh, sort of regular release of uh, shows is going to be pretty hit and miss, really, isn't it? <laughs> Same as usual. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. yeah. So we're. Uh, well, we'll sort of uh, we'll, we'll get these sort of episodes out as and when we say, can. The release of them is going to be hit and miss, other than the shows themselves being hit and miss. Oh, that's always hit and miss. <laughs> dear, oh dear. I don't know. I think with a certain air of polish about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so have you? Um, obviously, we'll, we'll get to the the, the review later on. But have, have you been enjoying Torchwood so far? Now we're up to episode four. Have you been enjoying it? Yes, I have actually. You have, okay. Yes, yes. Um, actually, more more since I've watched it again last night than I would. <laughs> oh, right. I've done, if I'd done this <laughs> on Friday. Well, unfortunately, I only got around to watch it the once this time. That that's how I, you know I couldn't even sort of find an hour just to catch up with it or watching it again on iPlayer. So, right, yeah. I could be bothered. That's what you wanted to no, say. No, funnily enough, I did want to watch it again because I I actually did enjoy um, this week. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll come on to that later, shall we? Yes, indeed. Um, all oh, the tensions building is. Oh it? yes, like, like in London, all over at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So for, for those of you who, um, who don't know, we, we sort of um, live more or less in the same area, um, and uh, yeah, it's been one of one of the the places in London that's been hit by the uh, the rioting. Um, so we're, mm. we're, we're we're recording this on the Tuesday night. So, so far, all is calm. Yes, two roads down to me last night. Cars were ablaze. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so it was a bit, uh, bit of a hairy old time for the people of London. So uh, yes, so we, we we wish everybody well. That's all I can, all I can say. For everyone, just be safe. That's all we can. It's uh, about all you can say, really, without swearing. Yes. <laughs> yes. So shall we move on to the news? Yes. And I don't mean about the rights in London. I mean Doctor Who and Torchwood news, of course. Um, and the first thing. Um, since we've sort of last went on air, um, was that BBC Worldwide and Stars, who are sort of co-funded uh, this series of Torchwood, have announced a new partnership, uh, basically to develop television series for the American cable channel to distribute in the United States and Canada, with BBC Worldwide distributing worldwide. Um, what that actually entails at the moment, who yeah, knows? It depends what they're, <laughs> what they're broadcasting on. Yeah, that's it. Making, doesn't it, really? Yeah, because um, as we said on our um, last show, the, the future of Torchwood isn't um, assured at the moment, whether whether the stars will um, fund another series or not. Um, but I think that's probably all down to Russell T. Davis, whether he's willing to commit to another series or not. Yeah. But uh, but we, we, shall, we shall see. But that's certainly, um, certainly interesting anyway, and it's sort of... Um, I saw sort of the BBC flexing its muscles a little bit, really. Yeah, I presume so. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll keep a, we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, another bit of uh, 
DVD news uh, now is I'm actually quite looking forward to this. Day of the Daleks. Um, it was given a release date of the 9th of September. Um, according to I think that's according to Amazon. Actually, no, from To Entertain. Sorry, so um, tell a lie. Um, so yeah, I'm personally looking forward to this one because I, I'm quite interested to see these updated effects they've put back in, or not say back in, they've, they've added to it. Yeah. Um, and also Nick Briggs doing the Dalek voices as well. Um, because I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, when was the last time you saw Day of the Daleks? Um, probably must be 10 years ago. I, I've got, yeah, it's in probably, a minute, I mean. Yeah, it, I think it's about the same for me as well, actually, because I, I, it was one of my first um, Doctor Who video purchases all those years ago. Um, and everyone was sort of now saying about that, you know, it has been such a long time when the Daleks came back. And let's not forget, it was a bit of a, an accident when the Daleks, they were sort of a bit of a last minute addition, weren't they? Yeah. To the story. Um, it just seemed that they seemed to forget how to do the Dalek voices. Um, and it's sort of come over quite a bit of criticism over the years. So um, so Nick Briggs has uh, stepped in to re-record um, with some nice new updated voices and some nice updated effects and whatever. Um, yes, I'm quite, and obviously you can watch the original and the updated versions on the DVD. So I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that, actually. But I, just, I did notice well, there's one uh, documentary on there. It's uh, called The Cheating Memory. Right, um, and it's the producer of of the special edition um, of this story. Um, that's what he says on the on the uh, on the blurb. It's a special edition pro- uh, producer, Steve Broster, tries to discover why the reality of Day of the Daleks doesn't quite live up to the memory he has of first seeing it age six. So, which you could probably equate to a lot of Doctor Who, actually. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'm quite looking forward to that uh, to that release. Uh, even though I'm quite a way behind on my DVD purchase, I don't know about yourself, Paul. Uh, yeah, I've I've uh, just recently started watching the Key to Time. So, ooh, that's a that's a uh, long slog, isn't it? <laughs> and as a fact, I'm only on to part two of the first. Oh <laughs> the wow! <Rebus> of... <laughs> it's pretty much going to be, and then obviously with what's the a packed pointing television coming up in the next few. Weeks. Yes, indeed. I should think um, it will be Christmas by the time I've managed to get round <laughs> to watching it all. So, well, I've, I've actually now, I've actually now run out of room on my shelf for any more DVDs. So I'm going to have to, um, I think, to add to my growing collection. Um, I'm going to have to say goodbye to uh, some your non- wife, my wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's you or the DVDs, love, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I can put them in that wardrobe if you go. Yeah. I'll patch your things now. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> now I've just been working my way through. Um, sorry, this isn't really news, um, but I, I, <laughs> well, it is to your wife. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> well, I've um, I've just been watching um, at the weekend watching Silver Nemesis because um, I just bought the um, the the oh, I can't remember it was the what is it the Cyberman box set? Where is it with with um, Revenge of the Sovmen on there as well, um, and yeah. it's it, it's not a great story by any stretch of the imagination. It really isn't. Um, it's just one big mess. I hope we get round to actually doing a um, an audio commentary on it one day. 
But I, th- I think we pretty much made up our minds what the next one's going to be, haven't we? Yeah. But though it probably won't be this month. No. No. <laughs> No, there's not going to be enough time for that. Um, so I think for this month, folks, there's going to be no audio commentary. So that's news, isn't it? Yes. I, I actually I'll... watched that the other week. <laughs> oh, did you? Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, we're not going to tell what it is, folks, at home. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, on to, let's have some more news, shall we? Yes. Um, another little article that's popped up. Stephen Moffat promises an amazing 50th anniversary year for Doctor Who. Um, not just... By the sounds of it, a uh, an amazing story to celebrate the fiftieth anniversary. Um, it just it just sort of an amazing year. So I think they're planning to do things all throughout the thing, all throughout the year. So um, basically, it was in the interview to a TV Line. Uh, Moffat revealed, "I've got various plans, but all I can say emphatically is that it will be huge." Uh, when quizzed as to whether it's specials or an extra memorable season of Who, that will that we'll have to look forward to in 2013. He said it won't just be one thing. We'll be doing loads of stuff. Uh, the plans are quite extensive and changing all the time. Oh my God, we will hit that year very very hard indeed. So, hmm, right, yes. So, so I we haven't been given a budget yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> They're probably, wait, they're probably waiting for that deal to be done with stars. Yes. <laughs> so the, only, the, one, the one thing we can take from that is at least he seems committed to being there for that. Yes. Um, whether that will actually uh, please um, some Moffat critics or not, I, I really don't care, actually. No. Um, yeah. no. no I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm more than happy. And that's all that matters to me. That's it. Yeah, sort everybody else. <laughs> Uh, and also um, sticking with Stephen Moffat, um, he's sort of given a little tease about the um, Christmas or the twenty twelve. Uh, sorry, twenty eleven. I'm getting ahead of myself here. The twenty eleven Christmas special. Um, obviously, he's not revealing well, hardly anything at all. Really, all he said was, and I quote: "It will be as Christmassy as hell. I might be cleverly redeploying a known Christmas story again, sort of, but probably not the one you think." It will be massively Christmassy and moving and sentimental and sweet. It will be set partly on Earth, but not completely. And it might have a period setting. Hmm. Right, so... Well, we know we can't do the Christmas Carol again. No. No. No, it does say again, though, doesn't it? It, it does, maybe it is. <laughs> That's going to be every year. <laughs> it's going to be visited by the ghost of Doctor Who past. <laughs> oh, I know the cutbacks are bad. We'll be getting Doctor Who Christmas repeats now as well. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind having that again for Christmas. You probably will at some point. Oh God, yeah. Well, it was. Uh, well, I thought that the Christmas special was a, 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 a damn good story, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, um, especially compared to the um, what we had the Christmas before, with the end of time part one. Yeah, I mean, it was just know. a quite simple Christmas story, wasn't it? Mm. And, and was and was better for it. Really, it wasn't it was, trying yeah. to be overblown. And no, it was as you say. It, it sort of um, you could you could see what the um, what famous Christmas story they were trying to I say parody, but um, yeah, it's probably the, the wrong word for it. But they were trying to echo probably a yeah. description. Um, yeah, so that, let's hope for some some more of that this year. Yes, so, so looking forward to Christmas. It's the beginning of August. <laughs> 
I know we've, we've actually still, and we've actually at this point still actually got more new Who to come. I know it's brilliant, oh, isn't it? It's absolutely. Which brilliant. is usually why we're looking forward to Christmas now. It's because that's it. That's, that's the next time. Precisely. No, no that's it. We've, it's Who all the way now, isn't it? I'm still disappointed that it's coming back on the 27th of August. I suppose, well, actually, some of our problems at doing a podcast. I know. I know. <laughs> Because um, I yeah well, I've already said on the, on the previous um, our previous show that you know I'm, I'm not going to be around um, on the on the on the opening weekend of series six point two um, but uh, well I, I should probably be able to watch it but I won't be able to do uh, do any uh, podcasting that weekend and you won't be able to do any the following weekend will you no or maybe even the weekend and after so we're uh, yes we might we might be heading to treble episode territory here. We might just do a season review. <laughs> it's certainly bloody heading that way. Oh dear. I don't think we've ever been this far beyond. Um anyway, um last little bit of news. And as um usual, what we tr- like to try and do is give you the sort of um the tabloid non news of the week. Um and basically followed on from what we said last week about the, the complete um non story about um the outcry. Um, in certain papers about um, Doctor Who saving Hitler, um, just based on what little they glimpsed out of the uh, the last trailer. Um, basically, there was a headline in the Sun. Um, it was on the, released on the first of August, and basically, who's not saving Hitler then? Um, and it says uh, Doctor Who will not be saving Adolf Hitler's life when the torrent appears in the series this month, despite the Führer's claims to the contrary. It's almost like a retraction, isn't it? Well, it's just like, let, let, let's run with that story. Then the following week, we can run with the story that says, no, it's not happening. Yeah, it's, I, mean, it's then, I don't know if this is um, an actual direct quote to the son from Stephen Moffat, but basically they quoted him saying, we can unequivocally say we are against Hitler. The worst thing you could possibly do to that awful man is to take the mickey out of him. So that's what we do. Don't worry, we won't save Hitler. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, what what's a pointless article? <laughs> it really is an absolute pointless article. But it also does go to say because I know when we recorded last week, we all we knew that Doctor Who was back on August the twenty seventh on BBC America. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty much taken as read. It will be on the, the on the same date in the UK as well. Yeah. They're running all the trailers now, aren't they? They are so building yeah. up to it themselves yeah. now. Um, and I suppose the other thing that sort of came up whilst we were last night was the the second trailer. Yeah. Yeah, which um looks quite interesting. Hmm. Yes. So um hmm also we're not going to say any more. No. Just in case someone anyone listening has uh, been avoiding you know, every time a Doctor Who trailer comes on, they switch over or, or just leave the room or something. So we're, uh, we won't spoil it for you. Yes. <laughs> we'll just quit right now. So there we go. Um, now, are you going to surprise me with any news items? No. No. Good. <laughs> no. Okay, then. Wait not. No. So with, uh, without further ado, that was the news. Okay, it is review time, and as uh, promised at the start of the show, we were talking about episode four of Talk of Miracle Day, Escape to LA. Um, now, as, as I've only I've only managed to watch it the once, Paul. You've watched it twice. Maybe you'd like to. Yep. Uh, maybe you'd like to kick off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Quite like this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, 
was at the point of, if you'd asked on Friday night, or Thursday night, actually, after it, I'd have said, really annoyed at the ending. Okay. But I've watched it again since, obviously, mm. last night, and I think most of my anger has been proven unfounded. <laughs> okay, so I don't, okay. Uh, but that, that, that was really the last 15 minutes, so I'll get, I'll get on to that okay, later. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, no, I thought it was good. I thought it's just moving the story on very nicely now. Mm. Yes, uh, it is actually. Yeah, um, it's it's beginning to pick up a bit of pace at last, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they're actually doing stuff. I oh, know <laughs> they're actually doing some investigation and, yeah. and breaking into that, places. That, that's, and that's the uh, the main thing. You can actually see what they're trying to do now, rather than them just sort of wandering around, going, "Well, we don't understand this." Yeah, or arguing the toss amongst themselves and, and yeah. getting laid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, working much better as a team. Yeah, um, I agree that. There was, a, there was the odd moment where um, Rex was still being a bit of a a bit of a tool. Yeah. Um, but he, he seems to have sort of calmed that down. I'm, I'm still not over, over keen on the character, but he does appear to have sort of, um, sort of calmed down a bit this, uh, this particular episode. Yeah. He's settling into it now, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. Um, I still think he must be the most stupid man on earth, though. <laughs> because he obviously didn't take any painkillers when they went into that big warehouse in episode two. Obviously not. But he's, he's, in, his dad did, though. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was just like the case of... This seems to be... He's, he's, his main aim in life is to get painkillers. When you think to yourself, well, you just had to walk out of a box the earlier on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when he was actually in a warehouse full of them. But you didn't seem to take any. Oh, dear. Apart from a couple out of the bottle he picked up, and that was it. Yeah. 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 Just seemed to be very odd. Yeah. A bit dim. A bit dim. Yeah. Um, I take it I'm probably not the only person alone who, who thought that Esther's sister had killed the kids. Yeah, I thought exactly the same. Yeah. Um, in that scene. I, I was actually sort of when it was on Thursday night I was tweeting all the way sort of through it and um I sort of said then does anyone think that or think the same as me you know do you think Esther's sister Lo- Looney's sister has killed her kids yeah um and then someone replied back to me saying that um well they, they can't they can't kill them I said like, well obviously not because you can hear them screwing in the background I've still got yeah. to think there's, there's there's she tried she tried <laughs> yeah yeah um because they made a big point of not showing you the kids. Yeah. Now, I know at the moment they said that the kids have been taken into care. Yeah. Um, but in what condition? Who knows? Although they said it'd be quite easy to get them foster parents, so they can't be too badly mutilated. Unless they're dead foster parents. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Zombies. Dead. Dead, dead, dead. dead. <laughs> My two dead dads. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, dear, oh, dear. Yes, anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, and actually, that was the point sort of, <laughs> while we're on the, the subject of Esther going to her, her sisters and being followed and yeah. Rex going mad at her later on for that. Yeah. So it was all right for him to go to his father's, though. Hmm. Yeah, it was sort of. Or like, is the um, arrogance there that, of course, he wouldn't have been followed? Mm. Because obviously, her fa- his father. Be- it's not as if nobody knew his father was there because 
it's obviously on the file because she knew he had family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just that that was there's a little bit of inconsistency. So isn't there you know, really? It was just um, the case. I mean, what would have been better actually is if she'd gone to her sister and not been followed. And him being the arrogant one about, oh, you don't do this, you don't do that, had been the one that had been followed, would have made it a nice twist. It would have done, yeah. But obviously from early on, it was her that was followed. Well, it is a bit weird that how did um, how did Rex know that she was the one who had been followed when he had, all, as you say, been to his, been to his yeah. dad's place? Um, I mean, I presume it's just his arrogance in the fact that he believes that it couldn't have been him. Yeah. But yeah, it's just just that the anger at her because she'd done that and could and could have risked everything, and yet he'd done exactly the same. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, that would as you say that would have been an ideal time for him, sort of Rex to have sort of uh, had a bit of a comeuppance. Yeah. Um, but maybe Russell T Davis likes the character. Maybe it's just us who wants to see that. Mm. Hmm. Maybe he still might get his cup on. He may do. He may do. Um, I've got. Uh, I've got a feeling though. Once all this is over, once they sort of put the world to rights, that Rex will end up dying anyway. Because it does seem that that injury of his isn't sort of healing at all, is it? No. I mean, I thought that was a good actual thing about the fact that he'd gone to his father because he was saying he was dying. I wanted to see his father, and his father turned around to him and said, "Well, I've been dying for years, and you didn't want to know then." Yeah. I thought that was actually quite. That was quite good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. To what sort of character Rex is? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's it. It's um, yeah. quite oh, selfish in what his views are. Oh yeah, he's a very very selfish character. Yeah, very selfish character. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I did. I, I thought the sort of um, the, the the scene with Esther's sister was. I thought that was very well done. Yeah, actually. Um, obviously, it shows that she's sort of Esther's a, a sort of a a, a green. Sort of a very green agent, isn't she? She's not sort of yeah. Well, she's not a field agent, is she? She's, she's not a, exactly. She's, she's not an a desk, analyst. Yeah, analyst. That's it, desk such. jockey. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, no, it's interesting. It's, it, was, it was sort of it's an interesting little sort of. It's more character development because she's sort of been a little bit. It's all been about Rex and Jack so far, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and we already know Gwen's backstory. That's it. Well. Yeah, we don't really need to need to know much more than that, do we? But uh, well. I think that's that's going to continue in the next episode, but we're not going to say any more about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what, what else did you um, did you like leading up to this this final fifteen minutes? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think now what it was. Yeah, I mean, I actually quite liked the whole um, Oswald Danes and the the woman who I forget her name now. Jilly Kitzinger. No, the uh, the Dead is Dead campaign woman. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. Yeah. As I say, I've only it's watched the once. and it's just gone from me. Yeah, moment. I really should take a list of the names of people when I do. Yeah, I, sh- I should do as well, actually. But uh, I usually um, do, but I just I don't know. Type up notes. I usually type yeah. up notes. That's how sad I am. But uh, yeah, yeah um, I thought that was that was pretty good, actually. The whole way that went, and then he re- had to wrestle back um, the limelight from her. Yeah, it, it was that. Um, his reasons for doing it is that basically, as soon as I'm no no longer flavour of the month, I'm basically going to be thrown to the mob again. Yeah, that's it. Um, but at least now there's more. It sort of, it's become more apparent what his reason is for going along with this. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just to sort of detract away from from his past, really, isn't it? 
Yeah, and he knows it's basically his only chance of actually having anything of, of a life outside of yeah, that's it. prison, because otherwise he's either going to be killed by vigilantes or he's going to end up back in prison. Yeah. Yeah, so it was quite... Um, that, 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 that sort of at last, is, but that he's sort of, for me anyway, it's beginning to make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but I, I, I'm hoping that the dead is the, the, the dead is dead campaign isn't over and done with that quickly. Well, you get the feeling actually that I mean, from what they said to her uh, just before she was crushed, which mm. actually was actually when you thought about it, and then the eye at the end that was actually I thought a very good scene. It was. It, it was. It was quite. But, a, 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 you suddenly actually don't think about oh that she's still going to be alive in there. Yeah, and then suddenly the minute it starts going into the yeah i was beginning square. to wonder what what mangled remains are we going to be treated yeah. to but it, it was for you know for compared to compared to the first episode where you saw that sort yeah. of partly it was, it was enough just corpse. yeah think, oh god yes of course yeah wasn't it yeah well, i mean to see that the eyeball just looking around, yeah just, but to see that eyeball just looking around it was it was quite a a, a a cruel and gruesome thing to happen to a character yeah so yeah, and um, anything. I mean, but anyway, saying to her that actually, had she been come along a bit later, they could have used her campaign. But they've already got Danes now. Yeah. So you suspect actually this is part of their plan is going to be that, and the setting up of camps is obviously to separate the the dead from the living, as it were. Yeah. Or dead or and would be dying. Would be dying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um... From normal people, which her campaign actually was going to do. But they were saying about it being too quick, which is why they've had to get rid of her. So yeah. I feel that campaign may come back again. I hope so, anyway, because it was it was a good counterpoint to the, the sort of the, was it the soulless? Yeah, walking around with their masks on. Yeah, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that was. So I'd say I hope that that particular plot thread. Yeah, it's going to be a major character through the next three or four episodes, didn't you? <laughs> I did actually. Literally I... lasted half an hour. Yeah. Yeah, before she was sort of um, chloroformed and then, um, <laughs> yeah, and then offed. Uh, acted. Yes, indeed. Um, actually, just reminded me of the, of the that that scene in Superman three where he's the, the he's bad bad Superman has a fight with Clark Kent. Yeah, and he, he chucks him into the uh, the car crusher, doesn't he? But uh, yeah, oh dear, it evoked a memory of a particularly bad movie. <laughs> oh, better better movie for a car crusher is obviously Goldfinger. Yes. I mean, he has to say at the end, I'm just going to reclaim my gold from the remains of... I can't remember the character now that was killed in the car, but... Nor can I. No. But there you go. There, there's, there, that was the other... That's the other yeah. analogy, yes. <laughs> from someone being crushed. Um, yes, I thought that was good. Um, what else? What else was there in there now? Um I was going to say, the, the bit I um, particularly liked was how um, Gwen and Jack got the um, stop the the computer guy. Yeah. Although my thoughts on that was it did sort of remind me of Hustle. Yes, it was. I yes. did Robert Vaughan to walk past at any moment. <laughs> yeah, it was like that, wasn't it? Um, I, I did. I, I like Gwen's American accent. Mm. I thought that was really, really good. And the way she was sort of... Um, that the the bit to, actually the one thing I, I sort of sort of questioned was an Asian guy called Frumkin. Um, but with the way she shoved the um, the the phone in his face to get the retina yeah. scan, 
Yeah. I thought the way she, I thought that was quite funny. The way she's like, here, look, and it was just shoved yeah. straight in his face. I thought that that yeah. was um, that was quite good. No, um, I thought that whole scene was good, and then the cut yeah. was a forward to show what they was actually what they're actually up to. Yeah. yeah. But it, like I say, it did remind me of Hustle. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. And I presume other programs will be like that, but it, that, that's the one that sprung to mind mostly. Yes. No, it was. Um... So I'm, I'm relating this episode to everything else I've watched. <laughs> in the last years. Yes. No, so, so it's not very original. No, um, it's no. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. There was. There was very good bits. And even actually, the fact of then, the the way the uh, baddie decided on a more direct route to get the what he needed to open the door. Yes, indeed. Indeed, he do. Yes, he was. Um... Although the thing I got about that is actually, if he's working for for these people, yeah, why would they want to kill the one person who built all their? Well, yeah, there is that thing you you would have thought. Well, actually, there's just there's this... obviously I presume at that point he's almost working for himself because he's got so wrapped up into who Jack is and. Yeah. And... Well, I I I think that um. I was. A... It was a bit ridiculous, really, that you've got that massive server room which only one person can gain access to. Yeah. To to have to run something at that oh, size, it would it would take a <laughs> yeah, it, it would take a lot of staff. Yeah. To run something of that size, so that was. You know, well, I mean, I presume I yeah. presume you could say there's more staff, and it's just that he needs to be supervising them while they're. Yeah, possibly. There. Possibly. But but you are running the point, the fact that if he actually toppled over and had a heart attack tomorrow, you can't get into your own server room. Oh no. Seems to be a bit stupid. Yeah, um, and, you, and as you say, you would have thought the people behind this would have had some sort of uh, override or something. Yes. Rather than taking, he's plucking his eye out and cutting off his hand. Yeah. 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 So it's. It uh, did seem to be. I mean, we've, 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 you know, you should be only one person, but they seem to have had a lot of trust in him. Yes. And. Uh, yeah, you would have thought yeah, that was a bit going to be a lot of good too. Might not be a lot well, of good too. No. Well, that that sort of. Um, now, is this leading up to the final 15 minutes that you didn't like? Yes. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I didn't like at first. And um, one of the reasons why I didn't like at first is the security door, which at first I'm thinking to myself, so, okay, so they go through the whole of the um, getting the fingerprints, getting the eye prints. You've got him yeah. plucking the eye and chopping the hand off or whatever to get this thing. Yeah. And then... Both Jack comes flying through it later after leaving. Yes, he does. Flying yeah. through it after leaving. And you think, so what did they do? Fit a revolving door once they got in there. <laughs> but I have since watched it again. Mm-hmm. And when Jack gets back to the door, it is ajar. Ah, right, okay. So I presume that he, since Jack leaving, he and I can't remember the actual character whether he was actually given a name at all anyway. I don't think he was actually. But it was C. Thomas Howe anyway. Yeah. Soul ma- the soul Howell. man himself. We're, we're, we're keep, we keep with that. Yeah. Had the door open waiting for Jack to come back. Because mm. he wanted Jack. I mean, it's clear that he wanted Jack. He wanted to speak to him. He wanted to find out what was going on himself. Yeah. And then you presume that actually Jack had just flown the door up wide open so it was still open when Rex got there. So I'm, I'm, that, that sort of actually calmed me down on that. So I thought, actually, no, it was obviously was meant to be open. Yeah. Open. So uh, that floor, which I thought was in there, 
and annoyed me straight after I watched it went away to a certain extent. <laughs> it did actually then think to myself, well, if he came in afterwards, yeah, why didn't the computer voice welcome him as Mr... That's uh, a very good point, actually. As it had done and to I, that. And I would have thought they would have had some sort of... Um some sort of fail-safe to not let him back in the second time without going back out again. Well, I'm presuming he must have gone out. He must have come in after Jack went out. Because I actually thought, first of all, perhaps he was in there already, but he couldn't have been because he did the security guard downstairs after they'd come in. Yeah. So I can only presume he'd come in after Jack had gone out and then left the door ajar, because the door is ajar when Jack goes back the second That's right, yeah. So, so you've so, established, so I can't remember. I've only watched it the once. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like I say, it's only watching it the second time and watching it a second time, particularly because I was annoyed the first time, so I was watching it carefully. Yeah. But, so that's the only thing I can think of on the time frame on that. But then, so the, the voice should have said, <clears throat> uh, welcome back again, or yeah. whatever. And surely she'd have heard that. I would have thought yeah. so. But, hmm, yeah, the, 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 there was a sort of... Um, a couple of potholes there. But, uh... Sick level on that as well is why weren't they actually in communication with each other at any stage? If there was planning an operation like that, the people in the van could only talk to them via the the contact lenses. Yeah, but she could use her phone in there because she took a call. Gwen took a call while they was in there. Yeah, I just yeah, you're right. I just I just remember that actually. Yeah, that's a bit. Um... So at that point, weren't they? Uh, dra- dramatic film? dramatic tension, I think they call it. Yeah, exactly. But you'd think actually film doing something like that, you'd have uh, kept a constant. You'd, you'd yeah, constant a, contact. What you yeah contact between yeah. all three members, all, all the van and the them two when they're separated. Mm. Which would have solved everything, really. Oh dear! I yeah, warned Jack then that he was behind him when they saw the saw him through her eyes. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, yeah. Now, now you sort of talk about it. That sort of didn't really make a hell of a lot of sense, did it? No. Um, but I also thought the now that's the only minor thing I can actually have a moan about on that. So. Yeah. Well, um, that, I mean, obviously, yeah. That that sort of, as you said, it didn't make a lot of sense with the whole thing with Jack. I know you explained the whole thing that the door was ajar, so. Mm. Okay, well, um, we can ignore that. Uh, ignore that one. Um, but the one thing that does sort of strike me, Jack is a pretty poor hero. He's so far, um, he hasn't really done anything heroic, has he? No. Um, I mean, he's, he's sort of like got. Last week, he got beaten up by Oswald Dane's um, personal protection, um, yeah. and then this week he gets conked on the back of the head by the Soul Man. You can only think that his mortality or his lack of immortality has weakened him in some way. Yeah. That's going back to Superman again and in Superman 3 when he (laughs) (laughs) loses his superhuman powers and he gets beaten up in the bar. Yeah. It's that sort of... That was Superman 2, wasn't it? it, Oh, 2, sorry. That was Superman 2, yeah. Oh, yeah, 3 was um, Richard Pryor, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, dear. I tried to to blank that one. I don't know where I've got a third one. No, it's um, no. The one thing I was going to say. At least I don't remember that well enough. Oh god. 
Now, what I was going to say was, um, coming back to Jack again, um, obviously the people behind this, from what the, the Soul Man was sort of giving the game away, wasn't he? Um, saying that there's someone from his past. Yeah, now I begin to wonder if this will sort of bring in the whole thing, Jack's missing two years. Because that whole thing, when the Doctor first met Jack in World War II, yeah. um, he didn't really know anything about his past, did he? Now, now this sort of like might mess around with with the sort of like the the chronology of all this. Yeah, I can't I can't remember that now. because that that hasn't ne- that has never been explained. Yeah. So yeah, I'm beginning to wonder if, if that this is something to do with it because it, it. I mean, I know leading up to the show um, being aired, it did that. Russell T. Davis actually say that they'll, you'll find out a bit more about Jack's past. However, it relates because yeah. at the moment, as we know, Jack can't doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, but I must admit, you could obviously tell this episode had been written by two um, guys who used to write for the X Files. Yeah, because it was it was very much like an X Files episode. You, you think yeah. you, you're about to learn the truth, and then then you don't. Right and at the end. Right yeah. at the end. In this case, it was uh, Rex saving the day. Yeah. But uh, I think someone else pointed out that they said they'll. He, he, well, Gwen sort of said, "Oh, you shot him. He was, just, he was just about to tell us everything, and you shot him in the throat." Yeah. Um, well, I think when someone pointed out, well, he's got hands, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if he's still alive, they could have actually have taken him away for questioning. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that will happen. Well, though they was back at the, unless they've hidden him away somewhere, because they was back at the motel or wherever it was, wasn't they? Yeah, it, it just just seemed a bit weird. I, I mean, again, um... and the fact that I know, I know, obviously, the impact and whatever of being shot and may have put, but he's obviously still alive. But there was no effort to make sure you t- take the gun off of him. <laughs> no, it's right. I mean, considering the woman with the broken neck got up two episodes previous. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'd forgotten about that and was running around. I was, I was trying to forget about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, I mean, you know, you'd think actually the first thing you do is make sure he's disarmed, even though they just treated it as normal circumstances as dead, didn't they? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, it just seemed a bit... A bit weird, but maybe it will, it will, that, will, that will play out a little bit more this week. Um, but, but, perhaps but, it turns up again later. Maybe he does. Because um, by look, looking at the um, the trailer for this week's episode, um, it doesn't appear to be um, that US centric, does it? No. So we're not, we're saying, obviously we're not going to say any more other than that. No. Um, but one thing that did crop up um, on Twitter when the trailer did um, did a sort of air after the episode finished. Was all the um, I'm not giving anything away, but the whole thing with Gwen speaking to camera, yeah. Um, maybe it's a bit of a spoiler, but um, here goes anyway. None of that actually features in episode five. Yeah. So, um, so, so I've been reliably informed. Um, now, apparently, in the states, they had. Um, Little character profiles. I was going to say, that, I, I thought I'd seen there was something about before because they'd been something yeah. they hadn't they? they'd done. Sort of like your little pieces of the character yeah. speaking to camera. Um, and 
No one can was actually it that for hers. Well, yeah, someone who thinks it is that. Um, yeah, but no one could actually sort of confirm it at the time because it was such a long time ago since this person last yeah. saw it. So, um, but just a bit of an odd thing to do. It was more like a promo than a, a next time trailer. Yeah. Well, it's just really, actually, they can't really say a lot about what's happening next time without giving too much away. Yeah. So, but to get people to watch, they needed to fit something else in. Fit something else in, yeah. Um, Well, say, I did did rather enjoy this episode. I thought there was, again, it was another slow-moving episode. Yeah, until the last 15 minutes. Until the last 15 minutes, Um but I did think it was it was rather good because it it was moving the plot along. Yeah. Um, whereas I think the first, actually the first episode was okay. Um, the second and third, well, we all know I hated the second. The third I I, I kind of liked. Um, but the second and third episodes didn't do much to move the story along. No. Um, but this episode four it did. It it sort of moved it on quite nicely, um, and added another layer to the mystery as well. You know, yeah. Obviously, these these people now have a voice, and um, and they're quite willing to kill anyone who uh, sort of go, who's going to upset their plans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whether they're whether they know anything or not, if they just get in the way, yeah, or don't or, or cause them a problem, then they uh, get rid of them. Yeah, and quite violently too. Yes, indeed, gruesomely. Yes, gruesomely, I should say. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually I'm sort of again looking forward to to episode five. Yeah, um, there's something else then. I forgot that I was going to say then about something that I thought was slightly wrong, which is really terrible because I actually did like this episode now. Yeah, and I now have started to think about holes in it. I say you're oh. the one, you're the one who watched it twice and you can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> also, at the end, the fact they've gone back to the motel wherever <clears throat> that they're renting. Oh, actually, that, that was quite. That was... Assuming that Soul Man isn't phoning in where he is and what he's doing. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, going back to the um, the whole thing about renting that um, that apartment out. Um, yeah. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. Um, with with that that great big, bald, sort of biker. Yeah. Guy who, who was and then right at the end. Basically, it was Campus Christmas, wasn't he? So yeah, yeah I thought that was quite uh, quite funny. As it was also. Um, was it Rex's um, comment to Jack? Yeah. Was it you trying to turn the whole world gay? Or oh, that's the plan. Yeah. So, uh, but that's the only thing that sort of niggled me. Not the fact that it was it was another um, gay joke or anything. It was the fact that again they've forgotten about Captain Jack's character. Yeah. Captain Jack is not gay. No. He will just sleep with anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Know. Doctor Who actually was better at doing that, wasn't they? Yeah, because he would come on to anyone, wouldn't yeah. he? Male, female, I mean, alien. David Tennant yeah. in the last things they did with him was that to keep saying not now and yeah, because he was sort of um, accusing of coming on to coming on to uh, what, what was that uh, uh, Chanto? Yeah, yeah, in the sound of drums. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they'd kind of forgotten about that, but I think that's always been the case with Torchwood anyway. Yeah, um, they sort of overplayed the. The sort of the, the, the gay side to it, to his character. Yeah. Um, Rather than just well, the... Actually, t- saying that, though, at least um, in Children of Earth, and I, I hate to keep using this as a, as a 
children as a comparison to to this to Miracle Day because it, it's the, the the two are completely different animals, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but in that it was a whole thing. Yeah, he had a daughter. He, he had a grandson. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, and obviously he, he was still had his relationship with uh, um, Yanto at the time as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it's probably the one I noticed to my recollection anyway, because I say I never really watched um, the first and second series of Torchwood, whether they actually did delve in, into any of other Jack's relationships or not. Um, I can't remember now. No. Too long ago. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't no. matter. No, yeah, but getting back to my point was the fact that has Soul Man, as we're now going to call him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> has he not reported to where they are? I mean, they had to leave, that's a dash to... LA because they had to leave where they were before because they knew where they were. Yeah, well, he seemed to trace the phone. Yeah, well, he seemed to know exactly where they were heading to in the last yeah. 15 minutes. So I'm assuming he would have reported in where they're actually um, staying at the moment. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's just going to be each, every couple of episodes, they've just got to keep moving on. Yeah. But they was in no hurry to move, were they? They, they were dissecting the server. Yeah. There and then, where you'd think they'd just gone back, grabbed all their stuff, and left. Yeah, buggered off. Yeah, That's, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh well, it's, oh, um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's. It was just actually something else to add to what I didn't like at the end, but now actually I'm now just having to try and really struggle to pick holes in it now. <laughs> so no, well, I, I enjoyed it. There's still quite a lot of um, sort of bad feeling towards this series in in the UK. There's not a lot of people enjoying it. I think a lot of people sort of. Uh, it's what we it's what we said before it aired, sort of like you know how we don't know how far we're going to get with these reviews. Yeah, um, you know we could be back to our season five retrospective, but it's um, no, I think a lot of other people. What I've seen sort of on sort of um, on forums and on Twitter and everything, it's sort of uh, a lot of the UK um, sort of watchers aren't enjoying this at all. And I think they were just expecting another Children of Earth, which was a pretty high standard. It's not only that, it's just differently paced. It, yeah, exactly. It's a completely if, different... You, you know. suspect if Children of Earth had been stretched over ten weeks rather than five nights... Yeah. We'd be having something similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, they've got... They whether, got that's, whether that's good or bad is, yeah, is I mean, not I, here. It's what we've got, really. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've got... As you said, they've got ten episodes to, to fill. Um, obviously, they're not going to push it at too quick a pace. Um... But I think that the last couple of episodes hasn't really pushed it far enough. Yeah. Within within that longer time frame, it's a little bit too slow. Um, but whereas this week, it it did pick up again. I mean, we're not we're not even halfway there yet. So no, you're not, we're, 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 we're not going to start getting not, no. you're not going to start getting manic action at yeah. this stage because they'd have nowhere else to go later on. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does need to move at a slower pace, but I think it was just a bit—it was dragging itself just a little bit too much, yeah. really. But as I say, this episode it picked up again, um, and for we can see for next week's uh, trailer, which well, this week's now, isn't it? Because we're recording this on yeah. Tuesday night. It'll be uh, a couple of days' time. Tuesday. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it will sort of pick up again. So yes, yeah. No, there's nothing. There's nothing really that I've really, I say, want the odd picking holes in stuff and that. But there's nothing I've really disliked about the story or no, whatever. I think the characters I've disliked, you're meant to dislike. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't, um, I didn't hate Rex this week, as I usually do. I, I still don't like him as a character. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, it, it didn't grate on me so much this week. Um, maybe with the, the whole scene with his dad did sort of give you more of an idea of what why he's like he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was okay. The Jilly Kitzinger characters didn't grate on me either. No, I think she's actually quite growing on me now. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the sort of... The... Now, now she's actually sort of admitted to Oswald she she actually can't stand him yeah. either for what he's done. Yeah. It's just the job, as far as she's concerned. Yeah. Um, but it was it was the um, undisguised glee on her face at the end when sort of when he marched through the, the ranks of yeah. photographers in, into the hospital. She, she realised that she was back in... Yeah, she was back in business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rather than Oswald being back in business. Yeah. Obviously, it's her charge, and she was going to get some credit for it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, nothing nothing grated on me this week. No. It was good. It was good. Um, I think the, I think Dr. Vera is going to um, more oh, become part the of the, part of the, the team other. now, isn't she? Pun? I think she's become more more part of the Torchwood team now, isn't she? Yeah. That was the other thing that actually quite pleased me. Mm. Last week we were saying about, oh, you know, this she's part of this health or whatever, all good committee and whatever. Yeah. Why aren't we hearing about other people in other places and why does it just seem to be this little group that are making all the decisions? Mm. When she says to the that woman administrator thing about the hospital. Oh, I'm part of so-and-so committee. And she turned around to him and goes, no, you're part of one of 30 committees. Yeah. And that's just in wherever it was. Yeah, that, that did... Um... So I sort of did put it down into, no, you're not actually anything that special because you're on this committee. There are, there are what we were saying about, oh, you don't seem to be any talk about the rest of the world. Well, that was sort of just saying, no, you are just a very small cog in what is a worldwide... A worldwide machine, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought at last they sort of recognised that because it just did seem a little bit incredible. There was this only one sort yeah. of big committee, and quite a few doctors at this one committee as well. The whole building was full of them when she first yeah. went there, um, yeah. which sort of gave the impression that everything was being centred at that one yeah. particular conference. Whereas, in fact, it was nothing of the sort, was it? No, no. They're just saying that was just that that one in that town. Yeah. Effectively, yeah, and that was it. Yeah. No, it, it, I say it was a lot better this week. A lot better. I sort of rather enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to episode five. Yes. Where apparently things get darker. Right. Um, but then darker again, it, people living in a crushed car. Yes, it doesn't get much more darker than that, does it? Um, no. It, uh, again, this has come from fans of the show. Right. Um, I like to know what the the more um, critical eye is going to make of it. I haven't seen it myself, um, so as I say, I'm looking forward to Thursday night. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so am I. Yeah. And you'll you're hear what we think about this in sometime in December. <laughs> no, we, we, we. I think I think we're. Aren't we? We I are think we are planning to get this the next episode out on Sunday. Okay. Yes. That's the plan at the moment. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll have to play that one by ear. That's if we haven't all been burnt down to the ground by then. By then, no. Yes. So, uh, should we should we leave it on, on that note? For a happy one. On a happy note, for a change, just leave it on a happy note. 
Christ, yeah. that that would be that would be a first for us, I think. No, yeah, totally, totally liked it. Yeah, good stuff. It's, so it's a thumbs up from the Who's He podcast this week. Yes. A double thumbs up. It's up Ooh, Paul, no. oh, it's up Paul McCartney. Yeah, the problem is you do that and then where does it leave us if we get a better episode? Oh, dear. <laughs> we'll have to get Tony involved for a triple <laughs> thumbs up. We'll just get him to do a pre-recorded insert. <laughs> a pre-recorded thumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! It just reminded me of that um, totally off um, off topic that that scene in um, Naked Gun um, two and a half mm. when he's in the um, in that bar and she slaps him in the face and she goes to slap him on the and he catches her hand he slaps on the other side oh yeah, yeah. And, the, and the third hand comes up <laughs> out of nowhere that's what Tony's going to be like yes a slap in the face to all our listeners <laughs> <laughs> yes probably very much yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right how many right. old films have we managed to reference into this podcast oh it's brilliant isn't it <laughs> there's more I'm sure there's more I'm sure there's more anyway perhaps we should leave it let's there let's leave it there let's leave it there okay then folks so um, until Sunday um, when we'll be back with our review of episode 5 um, yes so it is goodbye from me Phil and goodbye from me Paul Goodbye. leave any feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is www.whos-he.co.uk, or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast. <laughs>